Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. It is the end of an era in Hollywood. Just reading the story on CNN.com. Sam Waterston's Jack McCoy. If neither one of those names mean anything to you, you don't pay attention. Sam Waterston's Jack McCoy has appeared in his final episode of Law and no order. No way. He is done. Uh, his character announced a departure on the February 22nd show, so last night, with McCoy saying to ADA Nolan, played by Hugh Dancy, that it's time he leaves the job. You you know the face. Yeah. I mean, you've seen this guy a thousand yeah. times. He's literally been on the show forever. He is law and order. He kind of looks like Count Dracula with white hair. Uh, his character says, I've been thinking about this for a while. It's time. It just is. If I step aside now, the governor will be able to appoint someone, someone with integrity. Waterston is 83 years old. He has appeared on the show since 1994. I would remind all of you that I am a 52-year-old man. I have two grown daughters. I graduated college in 1994. His first season on the show. (laughs) He's always the one that sits back in the chair and puts his hands like this. Yep. In a diamond. In a diamond. And he's kind of rocking and he's thinking. And then he makes his wise decision. Yes. Yes, he does make his wise decision. And he hands down his wise decision from his throne. I mean, and it's the husband. Let's be honest. He's always the husband. Um, Outside of the show, Waterston, uh, Waterston released a statement about his exit saying the time had come to move on. He said, greetings, you wonderful people. It is a pleasure to talk directly like this to the backbone of Law & Order's absolutely amazing audience. The time has come for me to move on and take Jack McCoy with me. There is sadness in leaving, but I'm just too curious about what's next. An actor doesn't want to let himself get too comfortable. Come on, bro. You've been in the same job for 30 years. I'm more grateful to you than I can say. Law and Order's continuing an amazing long run is all thanks to you and to Dick Wolf, but for whose vision, patience, perseverance, and unique combination of creative and business talents, none of this would have happened. I feel very blessed, and I hope to see all of you on the flip side. It is believed that he appeared in 400 okay. four, well, hundred and five episodes of Law and Order. <laughs> Dunk, dunk. Do you think that noise haunts him? 
in his dreams daily. Wow. 405 episodes. Good for him. Now, I did the math on you and me when we celebrated our 12th anniversary. Yeah, we had like 13,430 hours or something, didn't and we? And so I, 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 I was very conservative in, I, I took out time for vacation, I took out time for holidays, et cetera, et cetera. And when you and I celebrated our 12th year anniversary a couple of weeks ago, I did the math and you and I together have roughly done 3,000 shows. Oh, I thought it was more than that. 3,000 shows. See, I just feel like this week we've done 3,000 shows. This week has been a little rough for you. 3,000 shows. I would have honestly 12,000 hours. Yeah, that's what it was. It was almost 13,000 hours of mm-hmm. content. Yeah, it was, it was over, it was, it was over 12,000 yeah. hours of content. People Correct. are like, do you ever not have something to talk about? And I'm like, do you want to unpeel that onion? Do we want to peel it? I don't know if we want to peel it or unpeel it. I don't have time. Are we having this conversation again? No. Okay. Peeling and get the same result. Do what, Sam? Peeling and unpeeling would lead to the same result. The onion would be separated. Would be apart. I don't think I've ever felt so violent on this show as I do right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, can we talk about the naked guy that punched the guy? <laughs> Sure, Dana. Happy to. By our friend Bob Cronkleton over at the Kansas City Star. Man dressed only in underwear punches deputy after trying to break into KC area school. (laughs) Okay, it just got worse. A man dressed only in his underwear tried breaking into a small Kansas City area school this morning, according to a spokeswoman at the Clay County Sheriff's Office. Staff from the, quote, Missouri City School. Missouri City? Yeah, look that up for me, please. Staff for the Missouri City School called 911 shortly before 11 a.m., saying that the scantily dressed man was trying to break in at the school at 700 East Main Street. The intruder was able to break out glass and enter the initial entry door. However... Naked dude was unable to make it through the second set of doors and then remained naked in the vestibule. Uh, Missouri City is in Clay County. It is a town of 217 people. It's very small. A school administrator was injured as she tried to prevent the man from getting into the school. The staff locked down the school, you think? Okay. This is not a drill. We've got a naked man in the vestibule. Okay. After failing to get through the second set of doors... The man left, walked down the street. A witness told deputies that he then tried breaking into houses. Don't do drugs, kids. Drugs are bad. Deputies arriving on the scene tried to stop the man, but he fought the deputies, punching one of them in the face. They then tried to use a taser. It had no effect on him. That's PCP. Eventually, they were able to get him into custody. Shocker, the man appeared to be under the influence of drugs. He's not harmed. Uh... Population of 217. Uh, it, 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 it's fair to say Missouri City is a, a city in decline. Um, they had 581 residents back in 1880, Dana. They now have a population less than half of that, uh, 130. So what you're saying, later. it was easy to identify said naked guy. Uh, what I'm saying is that's there's, Joe Bob that lives there's around not, the corner. There's, there's, there's only lot, 400 people here. There's not a lot of people. Only one naked guy. That live in the town. And only one that wears underpants. Okay. 
Uh, Google Trends data from 2020 to 2023 has found the states with the biggest pothole problems and the cities with the biggest pothole problems. Kansas City, you did not fare well. Missouri representing as well. Uh, Missouri ranked as the 14th worst. Kansas City, Kansas and Kansas City, Missouri, both ranking at 10 for cities with the worst potholes. So... Are they counting our parking lot specifically as a municipality or no? No, no, they're not. Okay. Is there a problem with our parking lot, Dana? No, I've gotten very adept at dodging. Can I ask a dumb question? Uh, because my daughter, where she lives, there is a pothole gigantic enough that it would swallow her tiny car, and she just knows it. She just doesn't hit it. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't want to say where, but it's gigantic. Why can you not take? several large bags of cat litter and just dump them into the pothole. I said this to her the other day because I was I was over there visiting, and I go, I'm going to go get a bunch of cat litter and just start filling the holes. What would that do? I mean, you could totally do that. It would soften the land when you, it, landing it when you hit the pothole. It would at least soften the landing. Uh, but the second it rains, it's going to wash away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I don't ca- think so. I think the crew- cat litter sample, think about cat litter, it will get heavier. And, and you know, unless there's a monsoonic event a what monsoonic <laughs> event i think the cat litter would just get wet well and- that pothole was once filled with concrete which is very heavy or asphalt well then where did it go it the floated rain. away i'm buying cat litter and i literally thought i'll just bag t- i'll buy 20 bags and i'll come fill some of the ones right out of here and we'll just do a little experiment maybe that's all we need to do has anyone ever thought about that no why because we have brains. <laughs> I mean, if the asphalt floated away, I think the cat litter would, too. I'm doing it. I think I should be an engineer, and I have just come oh, wow. up with the greatest cheap invention, and that is cat litter you're, pothole. You're, you're, in a, you're in a cat litter Pot- fix yes. the potholes. Cat Get Burns and Mac litter. back in here. I'm trademarking it. Pothole. So- I'm going to be. There's it's nobody be called, coming after you for that trademark. Cleefus Cat litter pothole solutions. There's nobody coming after you for that trademark. Cat litter pothole solutions dot com. Buying it right now. Help yourself. There's a reason that it's nobody catch on like wildfire. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Nobody's going to put cat litter in potholes because if it worked, they would have already done. it. No, I think at some point somebody said nobody's going to put that thing on the moon because if that would work, somebody's already done it. No, I think what they basically spent the last 50 years doing is, man, I'd really like to get something on the moon. How can we figure out how to do it? Or get enough money to do it. By the way, the state of Kansas ranked 40th overall, much better than the state of Missouri. By the way, uh, Dana and I had an event a couple weeks ago. We had to go to KCPT. I drove downtown, and I had not driven downtown in probably a month. Do you mean construction cone land? No, I mean teeth literally rattling out of my jaw land. I was shocked at the size of the potholes I drove through. And drove through them because I didn't see them coming. Teeth were literally coming out of my jaw. It's that bad. Uh, Dana, from the text line, if you fill them all with potholes, we're going to have a lot, or with cat litter, we're going to have a lot of dead cats because they're going to be trying to do their business in the middle of the road. So that That is an unintended consequence of cat litter pothole solutions. That blood is on your hands. (laughs)
what you would do is just, you know. Shoo them away. Scoot the kitty right on in there. (laughs) Kitty, kitty, move before the 70 mile per hour truck comes. What happened to whiskers? That is an unintended consequence of cat litter pothole solutions. we, We could lower the feral cat population. You might. I mean, we would definitely not have feral cats in this town. Look, the phones are ringing because people know that I have hit on something. 913-586-7798-586-7798. New study out finds that Missouri is the 14th worst state in the union and Kansas City, Missouri is the 10th worst city in the union when it comes to potholes. Pothole repairs, by the way, now average uh, $460 per year. Dana has proposed a brilliant new idea, and that is filling the potholes in Kansas City and um, surrounding areas with cat litter. Carrie in Lee Summit. Carrie, hello. Hi, how are you? We're doing well. Thank you for asking. Well, my idea for this is, first of all, we have to get dirty martinis for Dana and I, because when we're doing this, we have to have a drink afterwards or during. <laughs> While we're filling the puddles <laughs> with cat litter? Right. Agreed. Yeah. And then we'll put her kitty litter at the very bottom, and then we'll fill the top part with that foam-filling stuff that they Flume! use. Foam! Foam! Oh, there are, you, you go. are you talking about the stuff that you can't get off your fingers even if you wanted to? No, it's foam. It's expanding foam. Yeah, and then you just cut it off with like a piece of like whatever, like a razor blade or a box cutter or something. Boom. You'd probably you be go. better off just cutting Boom. your finger off. Okay, I'm changing our URL. It is now catlitterpotholesolutionswithmartinis.com. There you go. Boom. Mic drop. Rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, by the way, I believe it's called great stuff. Flome is the weird stuff that you used to eat as a kid when you weren't supposed to because you played with it. Have you ever, have you ever used great stuff? Scott. It's a disaster. There's nothing great Scott. about it. There is nothing about this Scott, that works. I squirted it under my sink. Do you not remember? I do remember. It expands at the rate of... It's unprecedented. It's 100 to 1. Yeah. No, it's, it's north of that. I tried to spray that stuff to cover a hole that was in the bottom of my sink. Created by a mouse. And it overtook the kitchen. It's dangerous stuff. You don't play with it. What is it called, though? There's a great word. Stuff. It's called it great stuff. It is called stuff. great stuff. Expanding yep. foam is the technical Thank term. you. It's expanding foam, yeah. and damn, does it, it expand. They don't. <laughs> When they say it expands, they ain't playing. And you're not kidding. If you get it on your hands, no, it's worse than super No, there needs to be something that says off. use conservatively. It, it will take you a month to get that stuff off of your hands if you get it on your hands. Mike in Topeka. Mike, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, guys. Oh, Dana. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely think you hit on something, only you can't buy it in Kansas. <laughs> um so kitty litter wouldn't work because the vast majority of, of kitty litter is, is based in, in clay. So two things are going to happen. One, when it rains, it is just going to wash away. It's going to dissolve and, and go bye-bye. Um, but also because clay is naturally kind of soft, yeah, you can fill the pothole with it, and that's going to last for all of about 37 seconds because the first time you drive a- across it, it's just going to mush out to the sides, and now you're right back to where you were before. <laughs> It's going to what to the sides? Moosh out. Mush. It's going to mush out. 
when you drive across it, you know, the, you, there's a lot of air gaps in between all, all right. of these. So, Mike, I'm adding a disclaimer to Cat Litter Pothole Solutions with Martinis.com. And the disclaimer will say, not responsible for mooshing out. Okay, sounds good. Richard Richard and Olathe, you get the last word. Hello, Richard. Hello. Hi. Hi, right, first of all, Dana Parks, greatest human beings ever in my life. Oh, you're so sweet. Dana. Richard, that is so sweet. Dana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're invited in August to come bring your twiddling fingers to play golf with the American Legion. Um, you know, number Rich- three. <laughs> Not even going to give her a chance to reject that invitation. No, okay. did not. Well played. Well, if she rejects, she's chicken. <laughs> oh, and by the way, you can put your damn litter out there, but collateral damage for some of the cutest cats in the world is not accepted. Yeah. I will find you, put you down, yeah, I agree. and break your three Break your three. Out. Okay, we're, we're, we're not going to do violence. Simmer down. Was that? Just, did you just level uh-huh. assault and battery on Dana at four twenty nine? We went um, from come play golf to all yeah, hunt you down. Yeah, I am not wow. going to come play that golf with south. you, Richard. I think maybe you need therapy. I will come find you. <laughs> do you know where the term pothole came from? I will from? beat you with a dead feral cat. I will find you and I will beat you with a dead feral cat. I have a certain set of skills. I will find you. People are like, why does Dana drink? Why does she need therapy? Why is there a police officer outside? I will find you. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> and with a feral cat, I will beat you. Wow. That went south fast. I'm all good. We're almost to Festivus. 913-586-777. Can I go now? I feel very triggered. If you need to. 586 <laughs> 7798 Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We have an update on the balloon making its way across Colorado. Apparently a NORAD fighter intercepted the small balloon at 43,000 feet. Uh, The U.S. official said the balloon and its payload have been determined not to pose a threat to national security. This is a developing story. More updates coming later. Well, then yeah. what, what was it doing? What did we 
we do last time? Did we shoot it down? Do yeah, you guys we remember? Shot, remember, it went all the way across the United States. Everybody was outside watching it. They let it get right off the coast of North Carolina, and they shot it down. And if you remember correctly, the whole time they were saying they didn't want to shoot it down while it was over the U.S., they said it wasn't spying on us. And then they shot it down and looked at the tech and were like, well, yeah, that maybe. was spying on us. Yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> Probably should have done that sooner. Yeah, but if, if they had shot it down over the United States yeah, and yeah, God yeah. forbid it landed on something or somebody, they would have never heard the end. Well, why couldn't you have just waited? I mean, you can't win for losing. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Good job, Norad. Uh, by the way, is it me or does everybody and their mother have COVID all of a sudden? Have you guys noticed that there this? are some vir- viralishness things going around? Viralic? Uh, one of my children was out with a fever and um, nausea Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. He was sick. Uh, it's everywhere. We didn't even test him. They didn't even test him for COVID. And then it turned into pink eye. I'm like, what is that? Pink eye? Yeah, he's fine now. But. Um, there's something going around because we went to CVS for all of that testing. And she said, oh, my gosh, we've been flooded with this stuff. My brother just got over it. No way. Yeah. He had a, he was locked up. Uh, Dolly Parton is giving Beyonce a warm welcome to the country music family. Uh, the singer, uh, who is 78, took to social media yesterday to send Beyonce, who is now 42 years old, uh, love and celebrate her new single, Texas Hold'em, which debuted at number one on Billboard's Hot Country Singles Chart. Uh, Quoting here from Dolly Parton, I am a big fan of Beyonce and very excited that she's done a country album. That's so cool. So congratulations on your Billboard Hot Country number one single. That that Texas Hold'em song is catchy as hell. She she finished the post, can't wait to hear the full album. Love, Dolly. Here we go. I'll go in a little further because this takes a long time. It's so catchy. I love it. Uh, she dropped two songs yesterday, Texas Hold'em, that one right there, and another song called 16 Carriages. Um, 16 Carriages also making it onto Billboard's Hot Country Songs Chart, debuting at number nine. We have an update on the idiot who walked in with a mask and did not have COVID. He just wanted to rob a bank yesterday. <sighs> idiot. The FBI is now saying that the Waldo bank robbery suspect did get away with cash and threatened the teller with an explosive device. They won't describe the device, but the device was later deemed safe. They had to shut down Warnell because of this idiot. Kansas City, Missouri Police Department and the FBI are investigating the bank robbery in the Waldo neighborhood Thursday. Dispatchers with KCPD told Channel 41 that officers responded to the UMB at 85th and World just before 11.30 a.m. The suspect with a blue hoodie on and a COVID mask made a verbal threat of an explosive device. What, what are you going to blow yourself up after they hand you the money, you idiot? Suspect fled the scene with an unknown amount of money. Don't believe that for one minute. I think they know. They don't want us to know. Investigators did discover the suspicious package at the scene, and the item was later deemed safe. Uh, look at how much of that road had to be shut down, though, in the interim. Oh, that would be the entire road. Idiot. 
I think I'm looking forward to this weekend for you more than you might be looking forward to this weekend for you. (laughs) They've done a survey of Crossroads business owners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are not in favor of putting a baseball stadium in the Crossroads. Of those surveyed, 32% of Crossroads business owners say they are in favor of a Royal Stadium in their district. 59% 59% are opposed. Oh, okay. I saw this on one of the news stations the other day. 9% Why are Why would you be opposed to floods of people coming in wanting to spend their money where you work? Because it is antithetical to the theme of your district. Not to mention it's going to price a lot of them out. Mm-hmm. Because these businesses have spent the last five, six years building a brand for themselves in an area that was cheap because it wasn't built up. Mm. And so you're going to come in, you're going to put in a $2 trillion, excuse me, billion dollar Big difference. Yeah. Investment. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden your rent for that one space is going to go up two, three fold. And and, and let's be honest, for some of them, it's because you're going to get eminent domain. You think? Yes. Uh, They have to. They have to knock down something. Yeah. Something's got to go. On Saturday, I visited two of my favorite places in Kansas City that will be gone should this vote pass and this stadium be built Bazookas and what else? Uh, I went to Kobe Q Korean Barbecue. Delicious. And bazookas? Uh, And then over to Chartreuse Saloon where they have pool tables and card tables and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Didn't make it over to bazookas? Did not. Did not make time for bazookas. Mm -hmm. You know, the girlfriend didn't want to go. I asked. She wasn't into it. By the way, um, there is no Chiefs game this weekend. Uh, Sporting plays, they open their season tomorrow night. I'm thinking about grabbing a movie this weekend for the first time in a long time. All right, what's it going to be? Is it it Kung Fu Panda 4? No, it is not. Oh, I'm dying to see it. So the two movies that I am dying to see, never in a million years would I think this is a movie I would be interested in. But everybody and their mother will not shut up about it. The Holdovers. Okay. I loved with, it. With Paul, uh, what's his name? Giamatti. Giamatti. I have heard. They say this is his best performance ever. It is ever. so good. It's a little like Dead Poet Society meets um, Dead Poet Society. It is a Christmas movie. Keep that in okay, mind. Okay, that's fine. It looks so the good. The only good. person. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. That had a negative review of the movie, and I could not believe it, Michael was Mackey. my mother. Oh. She's like, I mean, I was just like, come on, like, what, what? And I go, okay, I think maybe she was in a mood or something when she watched it. I go, Mom, you're literally, it's got like a 99.9% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, it's not action-packed. There's no explosions. No, no. There's no gunfights. The, the acting is just yeah. really, really it good. It is really well done. Is it done. witty? Is it sharp? I mean, I can't really break it down without giving away the whole right. plot. Right. Yeah. No, don't. I'm I want to see it. Do don't, don't do it. Yeah. The other one I really want to see is the Bob Marley biopic. What is it called? One Love or something? Or Three Little I want to see that one as well. I don't know what it's uh, called. But. I, I don't know what it's called. Um, the Bob Marley biopic looks so good. So good. And he was such a positive force that maybe it's time everybody goes out and sees that this weekend. And just not be a jerk. Just go see one a... One love. One heart. PG-13. For the Bob Marley? Yes. What's it called? Mm-hmm. You just looked it up. Marley? I don't believe that's me? right. No. It is called Bob Marley, One Love. Okay. We're really creative with our movie titles. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. Festivus Friday coming your way. Right after the 5 o'clock news, the airing of the grievances.
here on Dana and Parks. Feel all right. Uh, British actress Pamela Salem, who starred alongside Sean Connery as Miss Moneypenny in Never Say Never Again, has died at the age of 80. Uh, Pamela Salem was born in India in 1944. Also worked with the late Connery in the 1978 comedy The First Great Train Robbery. Uh, Her TV career included TV roles in ER, The West Wing, and Doctor Who. She moved to the United States in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. But her big role was as Miss Money Penny in Never Say Never Again. And she has died. Yep. A Mississippi cop was arrested by her colleagues for allegedly shoplifting sneakers while on duty and in uniform. Getting taken into custody in her own squad car. Uh, now fired Columbus, Mississippi officer Robin Connor was busted Wednesday at a Dick's Sporting Goods when an employee stopped her walking out with a pair of $140 tennis shoes. Uh, We're putting her in jail, said the chief, who was among those who responded to the arrest. It is embarrassing for this department, but we are going to treat her like we would anybody else. Okay. Uh, The police chief, Joseph Daughtry, said a store employee caught Connor trying to steal the shoes and detained her by calling 911. Oh! 911, what is your emergency? I well, got a, I got a cop here. Colleague here, this is awkward for everyone involved. A <laughs> uh, story here from CBS, a locally owned business. This is out of um, Denver, Colorado. A locally owned business has been the target of thieves at their stores located across Denver, and the thefts were all caught on camera. It happened over the past few weeks at Game Set Match, which has locations in Boulder. Centennial, and Denver, Colorado. The owner says thieves stole more than $30,000 in pickleball paddles. They did not! They did. Oh, they're going to get thwacked! (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. That was totally unnecessary on every level. Uh, Adam Burberry, the owner of the store, said the two groups of thieves visited each location several times, a combined six to eight times total. The largest theft happened at the Centennial, Colorado location when they stole 45 pickleball paddles in under 10 minutes. Those things get really expensive. Yeah, they do. Said Burberry, we've got footage. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the difference is, but I've seen some at certain sporting goods stores in the $450 range. Well, it's the spin and the trajectory and the grip. Don't you do that with your wrist? Not if you play like Dana does. Thank you. <sighs> Did you hear a time capsule from 1951 <laughs> is now on display at a Johnson County Museum? Oh, these are always fun. Okay. Over 70 years ago, Johnson County put a time capsule in the cornerstone of their brand new courthouse. This is so cool. Now that time capsule and the items inside are on display at the Johnson County Museum. County leaders removed it when they tore down the old courthouse in downtown Olathe and then sent it over to the Nelson to be x-rayed to make sure there were items inside. In fact, they discovered 176 artifacts, including documents, photographs, and film with nitrate on it, which is apparently an explosive chemical. Whoops. A conservator carefully cut open the box with no explosion, and now everything inside it is on display. 
Quoting here from Johnson County Museum curator Andrew Gustafson, I think it's sort of indicative of the time. Thus, it's a time capsule. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Yep. Got things from the past. <laughs> Hi, my name's Andrew Gustafson. No, 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 stop AKA it. AKA Captain Obvious. The time capsule was really looking, he says, at the growth of the county and the growth of the county government and materials themselves were looking at those things. The box was sealed back on May 7th, 1951. Look up that date and let's just talk about America then, please. That would have been right before the uh, can Korean you give me the date? War, can right? Can you give me the date one May more 7th, time? 1951. I believe that was during the Korean War. Uh, maybe right during. And the items help paint a picture of what life was life like back then uh, here, but it is missing some things. Some obvious things are missing. We are missing things, he says, from non-government officials, regular people, young people, women, business owners, and also Latino and African-American communities. So we know that they were in Johnson County at the time, but they are not represented in any way in the materials. Literally not a single woman is in the time capsule for anything. It was 1951. You guys weren't even allowed to play soccer back then. The <laughs> oh, The my time capsule exhibit God. runs through May 4th. So here's the deal. You did not. Um, I love you, Fox 4. I actually, I, I love Fox 4. Love Fox 4. They did an entire story about a time capsule, and they are not saying what's inside. What's inside. I do not see anywhere in the story that tells you what's inside the time capsule. Well, what's the point in doing a story about um, a time capsule? Let me see. They've got some video of it. What's in the time capsule? Um, I don't know. I, I can tell you what happened on that day. There's a fifth annual Olathe Rodeo um, pamphlet. There's. On that uh, day in, on May 7th, 1951. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the International Olympic Committee allowed Russia to participate in the 1952 Olympics. Okay. And the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction was awarded to Conrad Richter for his novel, The Town. Gripping. Uh, one famous person was born on that day, uh, Bernie Marsden, later played guitar in Whitesnake and recorded their original version of Here I Go Again. That's it. Okay. If we Pretty were to put a time capsule right now... You would put confetti from the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. You would put newspaper article. A new, yeah, some newspaper article about the. St Honestly, they should put a newspaper article about the talk about moving the stadiums because then in fifty years, if they're moved, they'd be like, "Oh, this is what they were talking about back then." Yeah. You would put cat litter in there to fill the potholes. <laughs> I don't think you would. You oh would my. put what else, Sam? Would you put in your time capsule? Not cat litter. Um. Super Bowl ring. Whose? Are we not doing one in Kansas City? Well, you're going to put a Super Bowl ring in there and then not expect somebody to try to dig it up? That's fair. I don't know. I mean, you got to put stuff in there that nobody really wants. That's kind of the point of a time capsule. It's like just a, a snapshot in time. You don't want to put, like, gold in there or anything. Because then every, everybody's going to go start digging up the courthouse. Oh, well, yeah, maybe a newspaper with Oh, the... I know what you put in there. A Bitcoin, whatever that is. Okay. You put a Bitcoin in there. Well, th that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Bitcoins are worth $60,000. It's also not... Yours isn't. ...a coin. Sam, you know what? <laughs> you and your logical discussion... Yeah. It would be something about people trying to make our money not money and how stupid it is. Let me, let me translate that, Sam, before we go to break. Take your facts. 
and shove them in your... I want a Bitcoin in my time capsule. Okay. Festivus Friday is next. Get in early. 913-586-7798. The airing of the grievances when we return on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at kmbz.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.